It's October 3rd, 2023, and these are your headlines. Starting off with a crazy story. I know we've talked a lot about the impeachment trial of Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton, about how the House rammed it through in May and weeks ago. Now, the Senate acquitted him on all charges after a trial that revealed there was really no evidence of any wrongdoing. Well, not content to just take the loss, the House Board of Impeachment Managers has continued their crusade and taken it to a new level, doxing the Paxton family. Yes, doxing them. Last night, the impeachment managers, that's the group of House members responsible for presenting the case against Paxton in the Senate, and I will name them in a bit, they released a set of documents as additional evidence on Monday night, despite the trial being long over. The managers claimed they did not use the documents during the trial because of time limits, issues with timely responses to subpoenas, witnesses choosing to plead the fifth, as well as what they said were multiple procedural decisions made during the course of the impeachment trial. The same managers maintained that, quote, overwhelming and uncontroverted testimony and evidence was presented during the impeachment trial in support of the articles of impeachment against Attorney General Ken Paxton. As part of this evidence, however, were multiple references to Paxton's own address in Austin, once as a part of correspondence concerning work done on his house, and another part, uh, another as part of Uber records, complete with GPS coordinates. As word began to spread about the doxing, the webpage was suddenly taken down. Partially redacted versions of the documents were later posted, but still showed the GPS coordinates of the Paxton home. Now, Mitch Little, one of the lawyers who represented Paxton in the impeachment trial, told Texas Scorecard, quote, this is just the latest outrageous abuse of legislative process by the House Board of Managers in a long string of outrageous abuses. What they have done is made it clear that they will do whatever is necessary to harm the Attorney General and Senator Paxton and turn their lives upside down. You lost. It's over. Stop. Matt Rinaldi, the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, noted a new law that went into effect last month makes it a Class B misdemeanor to maliciously post the address or phone number of an individual on the internet and could be punishable by up to six months in jail. Now, it's one thing for these House members and Speaker Dade Phelan to essentially be poor losers after the impeachment sham. It's another for them to use the tactics of the left to dox a statewide official and his family. Either this was malicious or careless, and both should concern Texans. Now, I said I would name them. The House Impeachment Board of Managers includes the following members. Andrew Murr, who is the chair, Ann Johnson, the vice chair, Charlie Guerin, Joe Moody, Jeff Leach, Terry Canales, Oscar Longoria, Morgan Meyer, Briscoe Kane, Cody Vasut, David Spiller, and Aaron Gamez. As the border crisis continues, sheriffs across the country are calling for proper reforms and demanding the rule of law be followed even sheriffs in other states that don't share a border with Mexico. The American Sheriff Alliance is specifically highlighting the increase in encounters with individuals who are on the terrorist watch list. Now, in 2017, there were two of those encounters. In 2023, there have been 151 so far. Additionally, the sheriffs say they're concerned about the increase in illegal border crossers with criminal backgrounds. According to the association, the number of arrests of individuals with criminal convictions or those wanted by law enforcement by non-citizens has increased exponentially 
from 6,500 encounters in 2021 to nearly 17,000 in 2022. And year to date in 2023, there have been nearly 19,000 encounters. Local law enforcement also faces significant challenges in dealing with the increase in drugs from cartel smuggling across the Southwest border. As September closes out the federal fiscal year, if CBP sources are correct, the total encounters in fiscal year 2023 will exceed the previous record number of encounters in the previous fiscal year of 2.3 million. We're on track to have more than 2.3 million this fiscal year. Attention is continually drawn to the crisis as the federal government fails to secure the border and Texas has yet to pass meaningful legislation to end the crisis. Lastly, yesterday I told you I was on my way to Colony Ridge, the massive housing development north of Houston that has been criticized for marketing to illegal aliens as they are attempting to smooth over concerns from citizens and lawmakers alike. The development is home to the fastest growing Hispanic population in the country and one of the fastest growing school districts in Texas. In 2020, the Colony Ridge settlement included approximately 20,000 residents. That number has grown to between 50,000 up to 75,000 and is set to grow even further in the coming years. Notably, Terranos Houston, the marketing program for Colony Ridge, advertises to illegal aliens by indicating that they do not require traditional bank loans, nor do they need social security numbers or a proven job history. Instead, they operate through owner finance lots for illegal aliens who don't qualify for those loans. Governor Abbott has said he will add this session to an up add this issue to an upcoming special session set to begin next week. The developers behind Colony Ridge have invited state lawmakers to tour the facility on Thursday. Uh, we were given a similar invitation, but we did not receive a follow-up response when we said we would like to film their tour. While it's unclear what the developer's version of the tour will consist of, Michael Quinn Sullivan and I went to check out the development in person. Everything we saw reinforced the concerns voiced by citizens. If you want to see pictures from that trip as well as more news from today, you can go to texasscorecard.com.